Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Primary school, I don't know, did you find it cold this morning? Now look, I'm a strange creature. I'm still in my shorts on the 4th of October and and for me this is, it's autumnal weather. It's not exactly weather for going around with my top off or anything like that, but it's it's grand. It suits me fine. I put a hoodie on in the evening when it gets a bit cold and that's grand. But did you notice it was any bit colder this morning? Because... People certainly here in this building were complaining that they they felt it cold for the first time this autumn. And I read in the paper that primary school principals have warned they mightn't have enough funds to get them through a cold winter in terms of heating. That's a bit scary. The National Principals Forum did a survey and more than 7 out of 10 of the principals they asked were worried they wouldn't have enough money for essential operations like heating. Seamus O'Connor is part of the National Principals Forum and a principal at Skullbridge. Uh, Seamus, it's I mean, winter hasn't even started yet and people don't know if they'll be able to heat the school through the winter. Good morning. Good morning, PJ. How are you? And thanks for having me on. I suppose as a, as a simple background there, the National Principals Forum about 1200 principals a year contribute to our um surveys our snapshot surveys there's 13 of us that basically since 2018 do these surveys about four to five times a year and then advocate on behalf of the schools both positively and negatively after that so on this occasion we just asked principals what were the major concerns at this point of the year and firstly from a positive perspective a lot of parents or a lot of principals reflected in the survey that with the free book scheme in particular this summer that took huge pressure off parents and it was deeply appreciated because it means that look you know you didn't have the angst of of supporting parents around books and uniforms and so forth this summer and that was greatly appreciated but I suppose the the other side to that is while the the government have obviously acknowledged and supported families this year in relation to that the schools uh, need to be adequately supported as well now this time last year we spoke in relation to the cost of prices sorry the cost of living crisis affecting schools and our energy bills are, are, are doubled. I mean, I have Irish water. Like, you know, most households households don't have an Irish water bill. We have massive Irish water bills on top of it, considering we're a state what, building. School, schools have to pay for water? We have paid to pay water as well. Considering we're a state building, it's, impor- it's, it's important to point out that realistically, we shouldn't have to pay these. It should be covered by the state, but it's not. It comes out of our capitation. So you've... I, you've um, and, and in my school alone, PJ from an insurance perspective and, and it's not about paying saying you know kind of playing the, the poor mouth it's genuinely just to say where it's come from this time last year my insurance bill for the school was 19,000 euro this current year it's going to be 26,500 euro so like when you consider that yeah, and I take it you that, haven't had claims no, we haven't had claims, but like I suppose every every school in Ireland has been reassessed by Allianz over the last number of years. So every school in Ireland 
Dublin has had these hikes, be it this year, last year, or, or next year. So, and we all, to be clear, we're all bound to 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 to, to work with one provider. That's Allianz. Okay. So there's a lot of log- kind of logistical things around schools that aren't openly known in the public. And I think when people hear, look, as you know, I'm quite tangible, and we're we're the fir- I'm the first to say that you know schools don't get everything right, 100. You know, I have no issue with that. But you know, in relation to this, I mean, in 2013, Pisa, um, Pisa, there was a Pisa survey in relation to world literacy levels and at that point Ireland had descended you know down to middle categories Mm -hmm. of, of performance and this year in 2023 we've come out now top both in Europe and in the world so the point is that schools have put their shoulders to the wheel in yeah. relation to the educational value and the education side of it and as you know we've discussed previously how we are becoming more open and supportive in relation to children with additional needs and here in my own school we have six special classes and we're very proud of that the largest set up in Ireland but the point is we can't do our educational work if, if particular principles are under the pressure of um, let's say the cost of living now there was well, simple basics here Seamus it's very hard to teach children in a cold classroom. It is, and it's it's not exaggerated. I know there was a whole discussion, and we discussed before that you know the the ventilation process around COVID and so forth, and that was that was an issue at that time. But now we're at a point where, as you know, energy prices. If you look at the cost of diesel and petrol, even over the last three months, over the summer they were one fifty to one sixty. Now they've gone close to one ninety again. So we have an equivalent cost rise here. However, we haven't been mar- that has not been married to a rise in our capitation grant. Now our capitation grant is less than either per child per week per day um, we did get a cost of living um, in the last budget um, grant but it was called a one-off grant and that did take an element of pressure off but 37% of my colleagues said that that still didn't take pressure enough off in, in their in their environments you know so what I would say first in the first instance I would call for that, that cost of living grant to be given to the schools again this coming year <laughs> with a view to a review of the overarching um, capital spend that is given to schools you know yeah and and it's even harder for special schools to cope. It is, the, yeah. You, you, like there are, again, you consider that considering we're a state buildings that if if in special schools you needed particular training in relation to manual handling or safety lifting or you know things like that. All of that training comes out of our capitation grant. We don't actually get that paid for. It's same in my school here with children with additional needs. So we would have certain trainings that would be required, and they're not given. You know, and um, so you know, we, we do work hard as a volu- you know, on a voluntary basis to do the best we can for our schools and our children, but at times it's very difficult. And look, in special schools, look, I, I'll give you another simple example, PJ. You know the way we have bus escorts and transport yeah. in schools? Um, so obviously our bus escorts we pay on a weekly basis and without them we'd be lost, okay? Now, what happens is we pay here in this school, we pay from September to June, we pay their wages and then we claim it back in June. Now imagine if we could get half of that in advance and half of it in June you know that I know it's an element of, of bookkeeping and anybody who's involved in, in running businesses and so forth know that it is about cash flow for want of a better phrase but for to expect to pay nine people's wages for an entire year and then claim it back in the end you know it's a bit archaic it's a bit you know 19 1920s or something you yeah. know realistically considering the service those bus those bus escorts provide if we got a grant at the start of the year and then we got the second grant at the end of the year just to you know alleviate that pressure but you can imagine if you have um you know you've obviously got tax bills that you pay monthly as well for those individuals so you've that 
And then, if you know, you have your oil and gas bills on top of it. So, look, every school is trying very hard and working with SEAI to, to, to we'll say, do um, power hours where they shut down things and so yeah. on and so forth. But you don't want a power hour for your electricity, sorry, for your, your heating. You don't. No, no you but don't. But it is the most no, expensive part. It is, heating is the most expensive part of a school's budget. It is more than, than light, you know. It is. It, it's very expensive. And, you know, again, as I said, we, we, are, we are entitled to procurement processes and so forth. But look, it can be difficult at times to, to, to get to that in the middle of your day-to-day uh, indeed, dealing. Indeed. So, I think two, th- th- two things okay? people would have learned this morning, Seamus, will be, first of all, the water bill in the school yeah. isn't covered by the state that's covered. Yeah. You have to pay for that. No, the other thing we have is to pay it. And, and to the insurance honest, quite exorbitant. It's monopolised. Like the, water, the Irish water bills that schools get are exorbitant. They are beyond what you would expect. Now, they are equivalent to what businesses have. And I accept that people who run private businesses have Irish have water bills. I accept that. But equally, we are a state building, you know. <laughs> Do you understand? It's, it's not like, you know, we're... Yeah, we, we're, we're not using the water to support our, 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 our clients and such. We're, we're supporting children. Indeed, indeed. And the insurance, thing, yeah. you can't even shop around yeah. for your insurance. No, no. We're bound to work with one insurance company under under um, the diocese, I suppose, for want of a better phrase. There's, there's, you could have a whole show on that discussion. But at this time, the sim- in simple layman's terms, we are not allowed to shop around insurance-wise. We have one insurance provider. That's ridiculous. Seamus, thank you very much. We'll talk again throughout the course of the year. Seamus O'Connor, Principal of Skull Regia and a member of the National Principals Forum. And even before we've had the first... First frosty morning, schools are worried, school principals like Seamus and his colleagues are worried that they'll be able to heat the classroom for the children. Corks 96 FM. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.